after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about commercials, the ones you see on TV. We talk about the best ones, talk about the worst ones, and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. Visit a place where grandfathers become wizards. That happened to me once and it was horrifying. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. We are your hosts. Hey, Vives. Hi, Andrew. All right, so it's uh, game day in America. Huh? That's right, or at least in podcast, in uh, commercial podcast land. A uh, special show today. We're breaking format a little bit. Genevieve made a quiz that she is going to administer. Proctor. got to be a better word than administer or proctor. Yeah. But you're going to uh, give me a quiz? It all sounds vaguely medical. Yes, it really does. What is your quiz about? You'll go first, because you're excited about yours. Uh, yours sounds... From what I hear, you've been working on it. It sounds like it's got a cool structure. Spent a whole hour on it. So you're, you're, brace I, yourself. I'm excited for yours. I, I'm going to say up at the top. I'm kind of bummed about mine. So maybe you can just listen to Genevieve's and tune out. We get the clicks by then. Well, anyway. don't tune out for the ad council because the oh, ad council is always good. Uh, my game is uh, just complete rip off of your idea, which is in itself a rip off of many other ideas. Um, in which you had me guess whether something was a chocolate commercial slogan or. Uh, an R&B lyric. Or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, I believe or, it was sexy, was sexy R&B song. Slow, slow, sexy slow jams. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have you guess whether something is a line from a perfume ad or fragrance ad mm-hmm. or a Tori Amos lyric. Oh, okay. See, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's like the Olympics of pretentiousness. Um, and mine is... Um, whatever. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. It's called, it's called faking it. Okay. <laughs> I got a quiz for you. It's called Faking It. Uh, let's just get to it. Okay, am I supposed to jump in here? First rule of podcasting, they teach you this in podcasting school, is you really let the game show music breathe. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So is it okay if I leave this music underneath the whole time until... Oh, I guess... You're not really. To you're going to need to hear yeah. the, the answers. Okay. Well, let's keep it going, at least into the first one. So um, what's the name of your quiz? Uh, it's... Fragrance ad or Tori Amos lyric. Okay. I didn't. I, I thought I'd really try to come up with a better one, but I couldn't <laughs> yeah. think of anything. I'm not. I should probably cop to not being a knowledge. Of, uh, I'm not a Tori Amos fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm exactly the right age and um, demographic to be a Tori Amos fan. So I've I've met many women who you know I've I've been friends with many women who are big fans of hers. Um, but I, other than like her hits, you know, like Cornflake Girl. I don't, and I'm sure, I think she probably had some others that yeah, were bigger I hits. Yeah, I can't think off the, I had one album, I really liked it. I never even owned an album, but my my impression of Tori Amos has always been like, you know, swanning about at a piano and like singing, you know, these sort of very uh, overly poetic uh 
deep lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were some air quotes. There were some air quotes. And I'm I'm not I'm not trying to hate on Tori or or any of her fans. If you're a Tori Must fan, I, she seems like a really she seems like an authentic person like I know she's a you know a legitimate music and musician and she writes on and performs everything herself and she's not just some you know prepackaged pop star so it's kind of amazing that she got as famous as she is um, but it's not my jam and as I was thinking about uh, perfume ads today uh, I couldn't help but notice that they all many of the many of the the lines and scripts from perfume and fragrance ads, Feel like they'd be right at home in a Tori Amos song. What if we call it Eau de Tourette? How do you say the French word for perfume? Eau de well, Toilette or something like that? Eau- yeah, like it's it's Eau de Toilette. Eau de Toilette. So can we call this Eau de Tourette? I mean, no, we can't. No, we can't do that. All right, all right. I'm just stalling. Get in with the first question. Okay. I'm ready for you. All right. So um, this is a this is either a line from a Tori Amos song. Or a line from a perfume ad. And I should clarify that this is perfume ads going back, you know, into the past. Because actually right now sure. the, the the fashion is for it to just be like a famous actress um, mooning around in a beautiful dress to some pop song. So those don't help us at all. Okay. This is the line. Ashes blow in the windy sky. Take my heart as you go. That is a Tori Amos. Is it song or lyric, right? That's not the name of a song. It's not the name of a song. I'm going to say that's a Tori Amos lyric. All right. Should we we check? Go to the tape. Ah, that is not a... That is not a a perfume commercial. It's not a perfume commercial, but I'm telling you, it could be. I I, really... Give me the lyrics again. Ashes blow in a windy sky. Take my heart as you go. That is a scary-ass perfume commercial. <laughs> Some of these are scary. All right. Well, I'm giving a... Where's my bell? I'm all over the place. Here's my bell. I'm all giving right, myself a bell. a bell for that one. I got one point. Okay. All right. You ready for number two? Yes. Okay. Get rid of this. Is this a perfume ad or a Tori Amos lyric? I am made of blue sky and golden light, and I will feel this way forever. Give it to me one more time. I am made of blue sky and golden light, and I will feel this way forever. That's a perfume commercial, I think. All right. Sounds like I am made of blue sky (laughs) and golden light, and I will feel this way forever. What in the world? Share the fantasy. Chanel number five. Is that Chanel Cir- number five available at Carson? All you're seeing is circa seventies, maybe it, early eighties. Maybe early eighties. Yeah, it's a pretty old one. It's, it's clearly you can tell from the sound quality. It's not a it's not a recent recording, um, but it's just like two beautiful people diving into a pool uh, while the voiceover plays. Probably have even seen that one before. Okay, you got another one. Um, yes. All right. So, so I'm two for two. So far, How many you're two are for there? Two. Yeah. Uh, there's six. Okay. Um, all right. I found myself in a place where I saw something magnificent. I saw my whole life in a new light. I'm going to say that is um, Tori Amos. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Ah, oh, damn it! I find myself in an exhilarating journey. Mr. Ewan McGregor. The scent of adventure in the air. 
leading me further and further into the realms of the extraordinary. I thought you said strange place. Didn't he say strange journey? Every sight, every step pushed me forwards. Until I found myself in a place where I saw something magnificent. I saw my life in a whole new light. Davidoff Adventure, the new fragrance for men. What was it called? Davidoff Adventure. Uh, is that airing now? I mean, you and McCoy. I'm not sure how. I don't think that's a current ad, but it's it's been around. It's it's not super. Okay, old. so I'm two for three here. Two for three. Okay, um, that's not bad. I just want to hear about. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel better. Okay, um, when will you wake up? I want you more than the stars and the sun. That has got to be Tori Amos. Are you just guessing Tori Amos for all of them? No, you, you guessed the perfume one. Yeah, Chanel number five. You ready? I'm ready. When will you wake up? I want you more than the stars there it is, Tori Amos. I wonder, now, do you have one of these? Is the sixth one going to be like a trick where it's both her song playing in a perfume commercial? No, that would be great. I don't know if that exists, but I've, if so, I didn't find it. That's... Okay. Uh, good for me. I am um, now three for... I'm not... I can't... I'm controlling too many buttons. I'm not keeping track, but I believe I'm three for four now. So uh, that's not bad. So I've, really I've at well. least got 50%. Yeah, maybe the these aren't as similar as I thought. Um, okay, here's one. Under a starry night, holding us close as Jupiter winked at the earth. That's it? Yep. Okay, I am going to go with uh, with probably a perfume commercial on this one. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Under a starry night holding us close As Jupiter winked at the earth On that wedding day That's Tori Amos' wedding day. Uh, dang it. All right, so I'm still... Now I'm three for five, yeah. which means if I don't get this one, I've essentially lost. I am sort of um, messing with you because I had them in a certain order, but I'm changing up the order as I go to mess with you. So, well, I shouldn't that's, be able to. But fig- that's fair. That's probably that's smart. You game. shouldn't be. Yeah, I shouldn't be um, uh, judging on that. So, OK. All right. I guess we have the final one here. Yes. Once upon a time, there was a goddess and a hunter. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to once again say that is Fiona Apple. <laughs> that would have been a good one. <laughs> I should have made it like Fiona Apple and Tori Amos. I tried. I tried. Try, I tried looking for lyrics um, with um, Mariah Carey, but all of her lyrics are just like baby. There's like, oh, basically yeah, right. no lyrics that don't involve yeah. the word baby, and oh. it was kind of a giveaway. Um, okay, I'm going to say say it to me one more time. Once upon a time, there was a goddess and a hunter. By the way, say it to me one more time is also, I believe, a song. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say that's a perfume commercial. All right. I'm going to actually do an imitation of it. Once upon a time. No, I'm not. Go ahead. <laughs> Once upon a time, yes. there was a goddess and a hunter. She was beautiful. And he couldn't help himself. Uh, you recognize that voice? Part of her he didn't want you know to who touch. it sounds like to me? Who? Okay, so I get the point for having it be a, a commercial, but I'm going to play it for you. I know it doesn't actually sound like it, but can you start that from the beginning one more time while I look for something I'm going to compare it to? Once upon a time, there was a goddess and a hunter. She was beautiful, and he couldn't help okay, himself. Okay, go ahead and stop yours now. 
And that reminds me, you're going to be so mad I'm going to play this, but it reminds me of this song that I listened to way too much. When I was little, my father was famous. Play yours on top of it, I want to hear it. He was the greatest samurai in the empire. And he was the shogun's But she was leaving soon. He cut off the heads of 131 So he did something kind of crazy. And they lived happily ever after. I swear, my, I know this sounds audio mess. Okay, stop it. That was horrible. I'm sorry, but I swear it's got the same kind of rhythm. It's like then something horrible happened. Well, you kind of missed the um, the punchline, I guess, of this fragrance ad. Uh, which do you want me to play it again? Uh, you can play it again. By the way, what I was playing was uh, the title track off of Jizz's Liquid Swords, a hip hop record that Oops. I like once upon a time there was a goddess and a hunter she was beautiful and he couldn't help himself there wasn't a single part of her he didn't want to touch but she was leaving soon on a goddess world tour so he did something kind of crazy and they lived happily ever after fantasy everybody has one that is Britney Spears' fragrance fantasy. And it's oh. Britney Spears' voice that you're hearing. Oh, I would have never guessed that. I like the part where she says, he wasn't afraid of the Shogun, but the <laughs> Shogun was afraid of him. All right, so let's see here. That means that, uh, was that the last that one? one? Right, yeah. So is that the final one? Yep. Okay, so I got four out of six, right? <laughs> and, I, and I'm a winner. You're a winner. I got all kinds of fun Okay, sorry. You know, this was kind of a mess because I'm like half of my brain was trying to answer the questions, half of my brain was trying to figure out how to run the board during this <laughs> and uh, do all these other things as well. But um, okay, so I'm a winner for that. Now it's time for me to put you on the spot. Are you uh, ready for this jelly, as they say? I hope so. This is a quiz all about jelly. No, it's not. <laughs> it is a quiz called Faking It. Uh, I have uh, some real uh, names of products, some real slogans from products. Uh, you have to guess which one is real and which ones are fake. Each one is a multiple choice question. So probably the best way for me to do this is just to get into it. Let's get the the old uh, game show music going over here. That way people know it's an actual game show. All right. So, for example, your first question. There's only four of these, by the way. Your first question is, which of these was a real board game? Ball Buster, Tea Bagger. Eager Beaver or Sausage Lover? Oh, Which was a real board game? Ballbuster, Teabagger, Eager Beaver, or Sausage Lover? Um, I don't think it's Teabagger, and I don't think it's Sausage Lover. It's between Ballbuster and Eager Beaver for me. I'm gonna guess Eager Beaver. All right, let's take a listen to the commercial. The name of the game is Ballbuster. It's a family game, fun for children, and for adults, it's exciting. Now it's just the husband and the wife playing. You make strategic offensive and defensive moves, then try to bust your opponent's balls. It's as easy as checkers. But exacting like pool, you're a 
It does not look by the end that the husband is enjoying playing ball buster at all by the end. And he just shoots these daggers at his wife and says, you're a ball buster. So I can't tell because I can't see it. But what but like what era is that from? That is from 1975. And the game is weird. It's like picture a board game sitting on a table. And then there's a bunch of um, like wire pins sticking up. uh, And then on the top of them, almost like long spindly uh, lollipops there are these balls on the top and you pull back your ball on the spindly stem and you aim at somebody else's ball and then I think it it's unclear it's very um, grainy footage but it looks like maybe you can knock their I think you literally maybe break the ball off the top of their wire or something like that I don't think you could get away it right now with having a game where where the catchphrase is you can bust you could maybe get away with having it be called ball buster but you'd have to kind of wink wink around the obvious construction of the you phrase think so. I bust mean, your balls see i actually balls think in that context were... is like very specific i i'm yeah but i mean that confuses me because i i would think that things only get coarser with time as far as what's allowed on tv and what's not this was 1975 yeah. i think they knew what they were doing but you think that things have got tightened up like we see so many things on tv now that you would never have seen that i i mean yeah now they can say fuck on you know fx after 10 o'clock but the but I, I think for things like commercials, particularly for commercials like that that are clearly aimed at families and, and that would have aired at a time when children could see it, I actually think that the FCC has tightened down a lot. Hmm. And there are, in some ways, it was a little bit more the Wild West back then. I'd love it if somebody uh, who who remembers TV, TV from you know the, the 70s, we were a little young to be watching TV then, but I'd love it if someone could give we us... We were not born then. We were not born when that commercial came out. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I was... Born I don't in... get to say that about very many things anymore, <laughs> so I want to throw that in there. But I, I actually do think, like, you know, in, in some ways, we've become very puritanical. I mean, you know, remember Janet Jackson's, like, wardrobe malfunction? It was, like, the end of civilization for the, for the you know, concerned mothers of America or whatever. Um, okay, moving on here to question uh, number two. Which of these is a real product for fishermen? The masturbator, the wonder boner, the pinker sinker, or the rod polisher? Oh, my God. I don't know why you're laughing. They're all terrible. <laughs> what was the first one? So you have the, this is a product for fishermen. You have the masturbator, the wonder boner, the pinker sinker, or the rod polisher? Oh, I feel embarrassed to say any of those. Um, I guess I would say, I don't know. I don't really know what any of, I mean, I'm trying to like come up with something that they would, that those would products would be. Mm-hmm. Um, One would probably polish rods. Yeah, which seems like you don't need to purchase a special product for that. Um, pink or sinker is Somehow the grossest, but I'm going to guess that one. You're going to guess the pinker sinker? Let's yeah. go to the tape. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> okay. Who wants to clean and debone them? Oh, no. It's the boner. Fuck you. You want to do it? Just wait till you see what I've got. It's the wonder boner. <laughs> <laughs> the wonder boner? Oh, do you laugh now? <laughs> Just watch. You just assemble the Wonder Boner stainless steel rods <laughs> like this. Yeah, this is <laughs> Find the top of the spot, sliding through the ring on the Wonder Boner. I'm not doing so well here. Now, I got to say, they know that's a funny name for a product. I mean, and they know, And it looks like this was recorded back in 1994. If the um, if somebody recorded this off their VCR, so it still had the uh, like little white 
um, like imprint of the time and date, and it was something in 1994. I think that they it's called Wonder W U N D E R, by the way, and I think they knew that. Oh yeah, this is funny; it'll get people's attention, yeah, but course. it's also a product. So that's definitely a wink, wink, nod, nod. As I think, I think. Well, I mean, ball buster. They ball say buster right in too, the thing, yeah. it'll it'll bust your balls. Like, there's not other than a made up game where somebody like, you know, physically. Inter- interacts with your game balls like that's not a phrase that means anything other than you know like what it means well th- speaking of balls which of these was a real toy blue balls with a <laughs> z Balzac, testy testes or the boob room i feel like Balzac rings a bell i'm gonna say Balzac. you're gonna go with Balzac. you yeah. sure yeah. All right. Look. It's a ball. It's a ball. It's ball sack. Ball sack. <laughs> ball. I actually knew that one. You can smack it. You can whack it. Ball sack. The great new balloon ball. ball they have a little joke in here, too. Listen. You can kick it. You can miss it. Ball sack. Bet you can't bust ball sack. Bet you can't bust ball sack. It's just like a like a, I guess it's just like a kind of uh, funky kind of soccer ball looking thing. That was actually from our youth. I think I had a, a memory of that one as well. Yeah. So congratulations, you are now I believe one four three. Yeah. At best, I can get fifty percent. But fifty percent would still be uh still very um admirable. <clears throat> Question number four: Which of these was a real slogan for a boating company? Don't go half mast. You know, Dick. You and your Johnson, or keeping the trim tight for 40 years? <laughs> I really hope it's not keeping the trim tight and that you made that up. That came out <laughs> of your brain. Don't go half-mast. You know Dick. You and your Johnson, or keeping the trim tight for 40 years? I Weirdly, I think it's the the one that makes the least sense, which is you know Dick. That has the sound of something that would be like, a local or quite like sort of regional boat company where kind of like, you know, we have a Dick's hamburger here in Seattle. Right. And it's like everybody gets a little charge out of saying like, you know, oh, I'm hungry for Dick's. You, um, it's, yeah, you can picture like the old man, like fisherman. Right. And it's just, just tell him like, Dick sent right, you. Exactly. Oh, come on. He's been in the community forever. You know, Dick. But Genevieve, I'm telling you, it's better than that. <laughs> sunrise. You caught a prize. You, you're making your Johnson. Party nights, summer whites. You, your friends, and your Johnson. <laughs> Rooster tails, water trails. Better. You, your kids, and your Johnson. <laughs> Saturday nights, distant lights. You, your girl, and your Johnson. <laughs> now, surely that is knowing, right? You and your Johnson, oh, a way of life for over 50 years. They're so earnest, though. It's, it's Johnson Boating. I looked it up. Johnson Boating, I think. It, oh, I, but they listen. have to know. They, it's clearly intentional. It, I mean, it doesn't say, like, the tone of it isn't jokey, but they have to. Like, the other ones you've played, like Balzac, um, Ballbuster, and, uh, and Wonder Boner are all clearly, like, it's a duck joke, but this one, it, if they're doing it, they're doing it very straight-faced. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh-oh. Now did I'm you get, wor- Did you get hoaxed? Oh, God, I hate being the person who's hoaxed. I'm not, I'm not seeing any... Um... It's so... 
If it was a little winkier, I would believe it, but it doesn't. It's it's unbelievably straight faced. Yeah, hold on a second here. I mean, this is a type of thing that's been circulated all over the place, and one of the videos is imprinted with like break dot com or something. But I think they will also just find funny things and print them. I'm not seeing anything here that says it is um, fake explicitly. I mean, I guess if I had a little bit more time to research this, where is it supposed I to be located? It. That's where I'm trying to figure out. You know what? That's a good point. When they go to the end here, you know what? Shoot, did I get taken? Oh, you are a dummy. Over 50 years. Because it doesn't say like, <laughs> if this was really, because it's really produced like it's from the 80s, right? And if it really was produced from the 80s as a local commercial, you would assume that it would say. Uh, like, like in Deerfield Beach. In, exactly what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted here because I'm looking. Um, I don't know. I'm not seeing anything here. I'm just, uh, I am starting to have a very bad feeling about this. It doesn't quite pass the smell test. All right. I guess I can't figure this out for sure here. All right. We'll post it and tell us if you can if you can solve the mystery. Um, we'll, uh... Shoot, you're right. It doesn't say like at the corner of Northfield Park and blah, blah, <laughs> at the end of it. Oh, man, if I got... It's just, it's just tonally like slightly too, unbelievable yeah, to me. Yeah, you, your kids and your Johnson. You, your girl and your Johnson. Yeah. You know. I mean, the only way it could be like more... On the nose would be if it was like you, your hand, and your Johnson. Your deck hand, dirty. I'm bummed. I'm giving I'm not doing the rest of the show. Okay. Can you do the rest of the show by yourself? <laughs> well, not really. I can't play any of the, any of the audio All right, by myself. Fine. I'm just going to sit here in silence. I guess <laughs> I haven't been proven totally wrong, but yeah, the more we talk about it, like that, I was all... The whole quiz was just because that, I mean, no, I didn't, that wasn't the first one I found, but I was excited about that one. It was my real power out. All right. You know what? I just need to stop For, for me, the thing that got me started on this was the Chanel number no. five ad. I am made of blue sky and golden light, and I will feel this way forever. <laughs> it really sounded like Tori to me. <laughs> All right. But you got that one right. All right. So the, um, the ad council, they have some stuff for us? They do. All right. Let's check in with them. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind Is this even a real song? I don't even <laughs> freaking know anymore. I'm so bummed, man. If I got took in, and I think I got took in, Uh-oh. like not only did I get took in in a pretty big way, but that goes against everything I stand for, getting taken by the internet. That's true. It's your least favorite thing. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's clear the palate with All a right, nice I need to just give it up. voicemail from it. listener Heather, who has who has weighed in uh, once more in the baby monitor debate, which seems to be like only you and I are really having <laughs> oh, um, right. from those Walmart ads. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is a complicated uh, ad too. So, if you want to set it up again in case we have a new listener, if we have any new listeners, I'm sure I've lost them after <laughs> that quiz. But um, well. The the ads were a set of Super Bowl ads for Walmart uh, in which uh, three different filmmakers were given a, a hypothetical Walmart receipt for like five or six items. And they had to make a little film slash advertisement with somehow incorporating all of those items. One of them was set in a kind of post-apocalyptic, um, almost like Mad Maxi kind of world where kids seem to be the only people living and one of them, one of the kids finds a baby monitor, which is one of the items on the receipt, and sort of turns it on, and there seems to be a baby. And you and I were debating whether or not a baby monitor could be 
was it a hopeful sign that there is a baby somewhere being monitored live live yes. or is it a recording from a, a time past that represents a better time and we had listener Aaron call in and say that she agrees with me uh, which is always my favorite uh, listeners I love it when you agree with me um, saying that she thinks it did see, read more like a recording. And this is uh, listener Heather to weigh in and as a mother with a baby monitor. She better got my back. Hey, this is listener Heather in Chicago, Illinois. And I was just listening to the episode about the three um, Walmart receipt ads that started at the Oscars. And I oh, Oscars, don't not really Super have Bowl. a particular interpretation of them, but I do have a baby and a baby monitor. And... Um, my baby monitor records and takes snapshots, yes. so you can play back recording like <laughs> that you anymore. monitored the baby doing. Um, it's not exciting because it's just my sleeping baby most of the time that I've accidentally recorded because mostly I don't want to record it. <laughs> I swear a producer in Sweden right now is stitching all of these videos of babies sleeping together so they can put it on their slow t- is it sweden that does the slow tv that specials right. i think so current baby monitors do have the capacity to record and play back later so for the I apocalypse what that does to your interpretation andrew but both interpretations are in fact possible okay bye i don't just i don't understand there's why. no happy babies in this apocalyptic landscape there's no happy babies. It's clearly a window on a time gone by. This podcast used to make me happy. <laughs> it used to be like a happy thing that we did on Tuesday. You're just feeling sad because you got hopes. Just, I just feel like everything is going wrong for me today. <laughs> All right. Moving. Thanks for the voicemail, by the way. I do want to say that. 607-444-5597. That's yeah, we love them. Please keep them coming. 444-5597. It is fun to actually hear people's voices. So anyway, th- so thanks Besides for Besides our own, Heather. obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, this is from listener Michael, um, who writes, Andrew was right about everything. He's my favorite part of After These Messages. Keep Maybe, up the good work, It'll Andy. be very exciting if somebody find, can can convince us or, or demonstrate that that Johnson boat thing is real. That'll be nice. I don't think it is. The more I think about it, the more I'm sure I was taken on that. But if anybody just wants to call the voicemail line or send in a note just saying that, like, you just like my personal unique take on things, that would go a long way. <laughs> Um, so this is from Mr. Michaelis for an SAP commercial. SAP is like a, I want to say like a networking solutions company. <laughs> it's, of, it's a lot of, it's computers. You know what, it, it, it solves all your business to business computer solution needs. Yeah, sure. That sounds right. <laughs> I think I've seen that. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's exactly what they do. Uh, and Michael writes, um, we just saw this spot again for the first time in a while. Does the whole data mining, big brother, and proud of it theme bother anyone else? Um, And this is what you're looking, what you're seeing is a group of like hipster people working in a tech company, probably some kind of startup, and they are looking at real time or theoretically real time data about their target audience. And what you're going to hear them do is describe the person or the persona that they are sort of pitching to. you know, are targeting with their product, which I don't think you ever learn what the product is. Okay, so what's our latest data say? Our customer is a 21-year-old female heavily into basketball. Wait, data just changed. Now she's into disc sports. Uh, no, she's not. Since when? Since now. She's into Tai Chi. She found disc sports too stressful. Hold on, let me ask you this. What's she going to like six months from now? 
He's skydiving and fighting with another skydive fighter. Who do we have on aerial karate? Steve. Steve. And Alexis. Uh, no, just Steve. Just Steve. Just Steve. Live business powered by SAP. When you run live, you run simple. Yeah, that's weird. Not to repeat what you just said, but now that we've sort of seen it and heard it, like... Um, it's these people, like you say, work, working in a big open white workspace, and, you know, and then as they're talking about this woman's hobbies, they're flashing to her doing all these hobbies. So like she's like posting to Facebook or something like now I'm into this. Now I'm into that. Is that the takeaway? It's not really the takeaway. That, and I've been uh, as someone who's been in sort of like marketing adjacent uh, jobs all my life or all my adult life. Um, I've been in conferences and thought leadership seminars and other unholy, you know, types of business meetings where you get these, like, there are all these companies now, and SAP is is a fairly old company, but like, there's all these companies that are trying to, like, harness big data. And the idea, this holy grail that if, like, we can figure out like what the what's happening in in using social media and all these like all these many 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 billions of like data inputs that we're all doing all day long with our social media and our various devices and our apps and yada 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 that if we if someone can figure out like how to harness that it'll be very clear and it'll it'll be we'll be able to suss out like if I want to sell my widget to you know eighteen to twenty five year old um, men who live in the city and have Weimariners or whatever, like we can figure out who, where, where that person is, what he's reading and get our product. Yeah. That's what I was saying. There. And probably you're getting that information from her filling out social media stuff. Yeah. But it's more than just like, are they, it's, you know, it's clearly there. They're talking about, a, it's, pre- it's presented here as a person, but it's really a demographic yeah. that they're trying to, to harness or to target. I agree with Michael's assessment that it is very big brothery, but even more than that, it is just gross. Like everything about the people in this commercial are gross. The and it's and and also even the narrative doesn't make sense. Like they talk about um, some hobby that she's into is too stressful, and then her like her six months from now hobby is skydiving and martial arts combined. Like how. That doesn't even make sense. Like they didn't. It doesn't even obey the logic within its own narrative. What does the joke at the end mean when and the woman that. she goes she goes to give this guy an assignment to whatever he's he's supposed to follow up on the sky karate thing, and then there's some joke about like oh it's me and this other woman. Nope, it's just you now. Like what does that even mean? Like, I guess it, these I, people just don't seem the only. The you only don't want to be these people. No, you don't. I think maybe the joke is she when she sees that the. That the the target audience is doing skydiving, she she like gets herself off the project maybe because she doesn't want to go skydiving. I don't know. It, it's it's horribly man. It's just it's ill conceived. It's poorly done, and it doesn't really tell you the story in a way that I mean. Maybe if I had a an app that I was trying to sell, it would make more sense to me or it would be more valuable to me. But it really comes across as condescending and unpleasant and the it, it does it does highlight seemingly like all the worst things about sort of startup uh big data uh, management mm, yeah it definitely i understand maybe when you see all the graphs and stuff they're looking at this big wall of graphs and information and maybe that's kind of appealing from the business side but you definitely are you're supposed to associate with the people in the room and you do not want to be these people in the room this may be though another case of perspective you know we've talked in the past about that investment ameritrade commercial where it didn't appeal to everyone in our audience 
But for you and me who are at that exact place in our lives where we're starting to think about retirement and like, what do we do with our nest egg? It made a lot of sense to us and it really, it really targeted mm-hmm. us. Maybe if I was like, uh, you know, a hip, a hip 30 year old with my new startup company, like a new app or whatever, with yeah. my new app, my cool, my cool app. What's your cool new app, by the way? <laughs> yeah, if I knew, right? Um, all right. Moving. I thought we did have an app that we wanted to start. Oh, yeah. We do have a great idea for an app. Um, so TM us, I guess. Uh, Wait, hold on. Put it in an envelope. I'll hit pause. <laughs> Mail it to us. I'm going to okay. take a picture of myself holding today's USA Day. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> okay. That's hostage. Okay, wait. Why are you that's holding a, a gun to my situation. head? Wait, okay. This thing went off the rails. What's the name of our app again? It's called... Um, Smack Dab. Smack Dab. Yeah, so I have, we have this great idea. And if there's any developers in the audience who, I don't know, want equity, I guess that's all we can offer you. Uh, the idea would be like, let's say you have four errands you have to run today. One of them is like you have to take your cat to the vet. You know where the vet is. The vet's definitely like in a certain place. So you have to be there. But then you also have to go to CVS to get like shampoo or whatever. And you want to get lunch at a diner. Um, And you know you have a bunch of time to kill while your cat's. Yeah. So what this would do is like you could feed it information about where what you need to do, where you need to be. And it would orchestrate for you a sort of sort of a flight path right like you can if you if you say like it it gives you like you would say like i have to be at the vet at two and the vet is here okay i also want to do these four things but it doesn't matter what cvs i go to or what drugstore i go to it would give you various options kind of like when you go look for like a bus route it gives you a couple different options for a bus route depending on when you want to leave yeah, and and the, and, the re- and the reason you'd call it smack dab is like you put your little your little pin smack dab. That's the area in the I'm going to be in. Now I want to go bowling. I want to get a pastrami sandwich, right? And uh, I got to get my my uh, dog dewormed. Um, we just need some big data solutions. Yeah, and for I this feel shit. I will say that. For somebody who's going to write back and say that Google Maps does that now, first sort of, all, of, we've been talking about it for a long time, long before they did do it, and you know. Google Maps has added some functionality similar to to that. Like, do you want to make a stop on the way? But it's just not very user friendly, and it's not quite the. It doesn't let it's you not input as much the of a things, planner. Yeah, right. It doesn't let you input what you actually need. Like, I definitely need to be at this vet, but I don't need to get shampoo at the CVS near my house. And you want to make this plan when you're not there too. Yeah. So it's very easy to kind of be in an area open up Google Maps and just kind of uh, expand it until you can kind of see what's around you. But if you're actually about 45 minutes away and you're planning on making this trip tomorrow, you can just kind of plan it all yeah. out. So anyway, smack dab. Smack dab. Mm, I guess uh, send your send your send applications. Your, send your applications and, and code stuff uh, to, G, to after these messages show at Gmail. We're an equal opportunity. Yeah, subject line... We'll all Employer. be millionaires. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, okay. This this next one's from listener uh, Kaylin. Um, and this is about an allergen, although allergen really hides itself in this commercial. You wouldn't even know that it's for allergen. Allergen being a brand name of an allergy, uh, an allergy medi- medication. Okay. Yeah. For a condition called chronic dry eye. Uh, and she says, uh, Kaylin says, I think this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I didn't even know that was a thing, but I might have chronic dry eye the past couple of months. I've been itching like crazy. Well, I mean, it's you You, you probably do have allergies, which I think I, they may have made up chronic dry eye as like mm. a, an actual syndrome. But well, I got it. This is a commercial or a, it's it's um it's like a style that we've seen before. It's a lot of beautiful 
uh, still photographs just kind of fading from one to the yeah. other of a lot of famous women. I don't recognize them all, but they're of many different ages and ethnicities and from different eras. You've got Frida Kahlo, you've got Lucille Ball, Tignataro. And the thing they kind of have in common is they all uh, have very striking eyes and they're looking at the camera with their, their different and beautiful eyes. With this and song playing with this, in the background. With this cover or version of um, Betty Davis' eyes. Mm-hmm. And it says, before we had our voice, we had our eyes. So it's this idea that it's putting forth that somehow are like they they are somehow speaking for women who have empowered themselves by connecting the ideas of speaking up and being audacious and and empowered with having like piercing eyes i mean this doesn't, and then at the very and, end you have this text that says burning itching dry eyes may send the wrong message these are symptoms of chronic dry eye I, so in other words fix your dry eyes just because you're a woman and you don't want to be mistaken as not attractive and the this whole is website is called eye, eye powerment i mean it's just, everything about it is terrible kaylin i 100 percent agree with you this is the worst it is it is it is nonsensical it's offensive it I can't believe some of these women, Maya Angelou, Tignataro, like these women signed off on the use of their image for eye powerment. Come the fuck on. That's a good point. I wonder what kind of rights you have to get for like a... You must have to get them, Especially though. for those who are still living. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. That, that's... Eye Listen, powerment. It's terrible. It's yeah. like, it's, it is the definition of co-opting. It's co-opting by co-opting. people who don't yes. understand... It's not just co-opting. It's like the, that tone-deaf co-opting where they want to be... We were talking about something like this recently. They want to seem like they're part of some sort of a, a social dialogue that's going on, but you're just so far away from it that yeah. you're actually kind of sending the exact opposite message. Yeah, this idea that somehow their their opportunity to connect to the zeitgeist or a movement is because women have eyes and eyes get dry is just... Uh, you know, it's it is born in a in a meeting room with too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks. All right, <laughs> one more. Anyway, thank you, Kaylin, for bringing that to our attention. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. You're only encouraging me. Uh, all right, final piece of feedback, and then uh, we will we'll wrap this up. This is from listener Linda, and I almost held on to this because I know eventually we'll do another um, commercial court. And she wants to know if this is cool or creepy. Um, But this is uh, for the Honda Clarity fuel cell vehicle, which is apparently a new thing that Honda makes, uh, where it's a fuel cell, which is a really clean form of energy. Um, So it's a little bit hard to... There's not a lot of audio, so I'll kind of describe it as we go. But basically, you've got a lot of disembodied children's heads with a beam of light rotating or like wrapping around their heads. Uh, real heads, though. They're not decapitated. They're disenfranchised. Okay. They're I, disembodied. They're disembodied, rather. <laughs> and they've lost the vote. <laughs> I haven't seen this yet, in case you haven't. I haven't seen it yet, in case you, have, you can't tell. Oh, it's gory. Oh, it's bloody. No. Just all these decapitated heads. It's kind of these blue, this blue light with just these children's heads floating in space as little beams of light wrap around their head. Like little halos, sort of. Here, 
Oh my god, they've First multiplied. All, now it's like a entire asteroid field of these singing kids. With lights like zooming around them like around sort of an atom or something. I don't like it. I do not care for it. First of all, the Clintons own Don't Stop Thinking <laughs> yeah. About Tomorrow. Don't even. And then it's just, you know what's really bums me out about this commercial is I do think it's creepy with the disembodied heads because their necks are like they're just heads. They're just heads mm-hmm. floating in blue space with light zooming around them. And this is, I think, the real bummer and the real missed opportunity. I didn't know that Honda was releasing or had released a fuel cell car, but fuel cells have been a really big promise of green energy for years. Like this idea that you can have like a zero emission fuel cell that's very powerful that will really like revolutionize emissions. And that commercial is visually distracting. I don't like the cover of Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow. I think it doesn't really make the point at all about what the product is or does, which is a really potentially incredible thing. What a missed opportunity to tell a story about a fuel cell car and its zero emissions. They like, went for they went for emotional instead of informal. Yeah, and, and and you know usually I think like it is smart to go for the emotional because we are kind of we're all we, our our hearts are bigger than our brains. But like in this case, I think there was an opportunity to do more education about like for one thing, I don't think most people know. Like, did you know what a fuel cell was? I mean, I've I couldn't tell you exactly how they work, but I mean, I know what fuel cells have been talking about them for years. Yeah, well, but I, I feel like a lot of people don't know what they are, and like they could really it could really be helpful for people to know is this i mean i think people are going to take away from that like you can barely even tell it's a car commercial right yeah no there's like a quick flash of the car at the end i would ask you how you would fix it but then i'd have to play the doctor doctor song (laughs) let's not and i'm not in the mood let's get out of here you can sell anything you can sell anything all right let's Slowly put a pillow over this episode. Oh my god! I'm just really that bad. Nah, I'm just bummed at myself. Everything will be fine. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Next week, sorry, it's so terrible. I'm just mad at myself. I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at myself. Come murder us, then kill yourself. (laughs) Wait, isn't this how all podcasters close the show? (laughs) I'll be fine, guys. I'll be fine. No, I'm just. I I don't know what my problem is. Uh, I am looking forward to next week, though. By the way, we have. a special episode that's going to be all feedback from folks. So please send us your send emails it in. after the time. these messages show at gmail.com. Again, that's after these messages show at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to be recording a little bit earlier. Uh, so we'll be recording at the end of this week if you want to get your emails in or just post the commercials that you're thinking about to the Facebook group. Yep, you can that's find a great place to put them after these messages on uh, Facebook and uh, Vives. Want to give that voicemail number one more time? 607-444-5597. 607-444-5597. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Back again with the caravan of Manzas from Pakistan. Karachi, Posse, Zaki's Poppy. Red Octagons couldn't stop.